0: My wife will tell me that she always says that I don't like the way she talks, and it's not her voice. I like the sound of her voice. It's the information that she chooses to tell me at times. (laughs) We took a trip uh, to Florida, to Fort Lauderdale, and her and our daughter are flying from Nashville where we live, and I'm flying from Detroit, we're meeting at Fort Lauderdale's airport. I have to find them when they land. So I called her because I was about to take off and I was like, all right, what time do you guys leave? she goes, noon. And it was 11.30 and they're still at home. I was like, Laura, I don't know if you even know what an airport is. But if that plane was in our driveway, I don't think you could make it. And she said, that's what time we leave for the airport. Our flight's not till 1.30. And I was like, all right. So what do you think I wanted to know when I asked that? Is that what you thought the best time you could give me was a time that means nothing to nobody? What time did you go to bed last night? Just tell me that and I'll just look up all the planes that land in Florida and I'll guess which one I think you're on. She said, I'm sorry I don't talk the way you want me to talk. I'm like, I want you to talk like a regular person, all right? Like you've been around people before, you know? We didn't talk in Florida, I'll tell you that.
1: Oh my gosh, that is Nate Bargetts, and we're gonna hear from him throughout the morning. Now, I gotta tell you, I got Marco Galberth in the studio. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, he's going to he's gonna take on his wife a couple of times in some of his jokes. <laughs> so she must either just love him or she doesn't listen to his stand-up. Yeah, he's good. He's funny. He's hilarious. <laughs> so we're going to hear from uh, from Nate a little bit yeah. uh, later on this morning. Uh, Janet's still not feeling well. She may check in for the Five and Dine today. We'll see what happens. Mm. Talked to her after the show yesterday, Marco, and she just... You know, you hate to say, she sounded horrible. She but,
2: sounded bad the first day she was getting it. You could tell, yeah. nasal. And, yeah, yeah. The, and I could tell, oh, she's getting it. Here yeah. it comes.
1: And she got it full full bore. Yeah, that's not good. So uh, we're, we're hoping that uh, we'll get to hear from her a little bit later on uh, this morning. But you know what? It is Friday. Hello, Friday. I've been waiting for you for a long time. The Morning
2: Jam me. with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. Hello. How about... Marco (laughs) (laughs)
1: Galbraith. That's a good intro. Yeah. So uh, it is Friday and we're going to have the Friday Funnies. We'd uh, love to hear from you. Of course, having Marco here for the first hour and a half of the show. And then uh, it's a tag team with him and Colt Johnson. We'll come in a little bit later to talk about AI and tech stuff. But uh, we're going to address some some interesting things that have happened just really in the last uh, 48 hours with Marco. Marco from T4 Tactics and uh, gracious enough to sit in for this first hour and a half around seven we'll have matt ferguson our staff meteorologist here at the virginia talk radio network he's going to tell us about the impending storm so uh course... <laughs> when matt and i are on it's just no good
2: it's just it's, things go bad when you hear matt and mark or coming on it's just things are bad <laughs> right exactly
1: oh lordy so we're gonna hear from matt around seven thirty, and uh hopefully you know i don't know is there's no telling and until it i'm from missouri when it comes to this stuff right when it's coming to no, know from the south in the southwest, yeah. it usually does get here. That's right. You know, that's so right. that's been my experience. A lot of times, a mountain stops if it's coming from the west straight over, and we get protected, and the Shenandoah Valley gets blasted. Right. So uh, we'll see. Well, let's go to our thought of the day. The only impossible journey is the one you've never began.
2: That's good. Yeah, it's true.
1: The only poss- uh the only impossible journey is the one you never began. Never know unless you try it. A- a- absolutely right. Our mind jam trivia today. Today, many celebrate the twelfth night. That's today. Many mm-hmm. celebrate the twelfth night. Some say if you don't uh, do this on the twelfth night, it's bad luck. What are we talking about? Uh, no. You can text us, and I'm going to do my best to follow your text at four three four two four eight zero seven zero four. Uh, This day in history, Mr. Marco.
2: January 5th, 1925, Nellie Taylor Ross of Wyoming became the first female governor inaugurated in the U.S.
1: She is quite an amazing lady. Uh, Born Born in
2: 1876. Wow and then died in 77 1977
3: okay born at the centennial of the nation
1: the honorable mrs ross rose from the tragic death of her husband wyoming's first governor ross soon becoming a force in national politics called
3: to service as vice chair of the democratic national committee and vice presidential nominee in 1928 mrs ross was an ardent ally of fdr and
1: became his first cabinet appointment in 1933 Nineteen twenty-eight. She was the vice presidential choice. Wow. wow! I mean, we were we were doing pretty good even yeah. back then. Yeah. quite frankly, yeah. To think wow. that somebody to think they stole votes back
2: then. I'm just <laughs> kidding. I'm kidding. Actually, no, I'm not. <laughs> what if well, the what if the narrator narrator on that one I would say she was the first one for election fraud in 1879?
1: <laughs> well, I, I she was she was really humming along until she was an ardent supporter of FDR. Right, right. You but know, what I, an amazing what an amazing yeah, really. accomplishment. The first oh, yeah. female governor of the United States. That's yeah. that's
2: and, and back then. I'm sure it was even harder back then.
1: Sure, absolutely. Yeah. Good so for her. She, she was a pioneer no doubt about it. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's get to some music now on this day, brother. Oh, that's me. Okay, <laughs> I thought you were going to play
2: some music. Oh, I am going to. <laughs> I, I'm new at this. Bear oh, with no, me, that's folks. Okay. <laughs> 1969. Credence Clearwater Revival I love revival. I love them. Yeah. Uh, released their second album Bayou Country, Bayou Country, featuring singles Good Golly Miss Molly and Proud Mary. Yeah. Bayou. Good song.
0: Yeah.
1: I love Tina Turner, but this is the better version. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, CCR. I, I was a teenager, and I've interviewed David Drake on our program. I grew up with David. He was about four or five years older than me. So we learned to play football, me and my little brother, at ages like, I don't know, I think we were 12 and 10 Right and David was already in high school. Yeah, and David was six one. He ended up going to play for I believe it was Tulane Uh later on as a defensive tackle. Wow! And uh, so we just sort of idolized this guy. He Uh, taught us how to play football, and of course I love CCR, and we listened to a lot of CCR in a house.
2: And and I listened to it in high school, and they were they were around long before Forrest Gump. But when I hear when I hear their music, yeah. I think of the Forrest Gump movie. Yeah, because they, you know, they played a lot of their songs at soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That's cool. Good, good, amazing group. Yeah, really. When, when rock and roll was really good, when music was good. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Hey, Amen, brother. I said it right here on the show yesterday. I think music took a vacation in the '80s. It, yeah. It seemed to stop in the '70s. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> they had. Some, I like the older, older classic rock. Yeah, me too. <clears throat> good stuff.
1: All right, our final one, Tricky Dicky
2: there. uh... Yeah, January fifth, nineteen seventy-two. President Richard Nixon signed a bill approving five point five billion over six years to build and test the NASA space shuttle.
1: That's a lot of money five back in seventy-two. B- yeah, that wow, a lot of money. And this was, of course, the man that got to disperse dis- 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 some of this money at NASA. The most right.
3: historic step in the history of the space program, in that it gives man for the first time the capability of routinely. And at a moment's notice, when necessary, of getting to and from space with either men or equipment. And this all can be done within the framework and can be fit in to essentially what is today's space budget.
1: Yeah. Mm. And he had a little model of how it would be mounted on a 747 to transport it. And that was 1972, where
2: they approved the $5.5 billion. But when was the first shuttle launch? Was, Not until the 80s? Yeah, it was in the 80s. Yeah. 80, that took a long time. 80, which 81. A, yeah. A lot of technology, and I guess it is rocket science.
1: Yeah. It, it really <laughs> is. Now, uh, and a and, and little sidetrack here, because you were in Daytona yeah. for many years. Yeah. You could see, at, 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 probably especially at the night one. You could ones. see
2: it and feel it. You could feel from it. Daytona, it from Daytona. which was, Daytona. Which was a good...
1: Titusville. yeah. Two hour and a half, two hours. Okay.
2: Uh, We'd go down there a lot, but just to feel the rumble and the sonic boom coming in on the landing. But yeah, from Daytona, you could feel it and hear it, uh, especially the night launches. It's cool because you'd see it go up and it would get quite a ways up in the air and then the sound would hit you. Because really? light travels qu- quicker yeah, than yeah. sound. Uh, and, uh, and and then you feel that rumble, and it just makes it all worth it.
1: See, I didn't realize you felt it. in. Yeah, you could home. feel it
2: in, inside you, not so much yeah. on the ground, right. but you could feel the rumble uh, inside you, the, the percussion.
1: I was yeah. going to a little Bible college in Kissimmee. Yeah, yeah. Sieta was right outside of Kissimmee. Right. And we, we actually walked out of class yeah. the day the first one launched. And, and even from Kissimmee, you saw what appeared to be a flame that was a half inch uh-huh. long, yeah. and and a tiny white dot, yep. which was the actual shuttle. Yeah. And uh, then at night, it just lights at the yeah, that's what I, heard. Sky. I, I wish I could have seen a night. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. So wish that's, they still did those. Yeah, isn't that the truth? Uh, so the space shuttle uh, today, that money was uh, allocated five point five billion, and oh. we learned an awful lot. And quite frankly, we've we have benefited. Oh yeah. When we get in our cars and turn the key. Right. We benefited from that technology. Yep. In in the vehicles we drive and everything else right. in our homes. Uh let's hit some birthdays today. Robert Duvall. Wow. Uh he is ninety two favorite uh Duvall film? Uh, just Oh,
2: uh Falling Down when he was the cop. Oh. The guy with um
1: oh, Michael Douglas?
2: Yeah, Michael Douglas. I, I, I forgot he was that. in that film. Yeah, yeah um wow i've drawn a blank but he's i've always liked him yeah he's he's uh the roles that he's played yeah
1: i i like the one the prophet where he plays the preacher yeah oh it's an interesting film yeah it's very interesting film
2: uh great santini okay also he was yeah 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 really dramatic role
1: and 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 i have a cousin in northern virginia Uh uh-huh who has a best friend who has two italian restaurants in the area yeah and Duval would come to one of them regularly really? and said one of the nicest guys does
2: he live in northern virginia he, he lives
1: outside of of because he was one of the ones protesting some of the stuff that was being done in that area right uh because he had a big farm there yeah wow so robert duvall turning 92 today
3: napalm, son. nothing else in the world smells like that i love the smell of pump in the morning bruno cancels out what they did to my father suddenly we ought to hear what they had to say no no no, no more. Not it's all our war. We go to the
0: back. Some magic. of the other families won't well, sit still. Stay here, Mr. Father would want to hear this. This is business, not personal. They shot my father. Business even the shooting of your father was business, not personal, sonny.
1: I'm getting chills. Yeah, yeah. That's from the Godfather. Yeah, good and movie. That, and that was that was in the '70s.
2: Yeah, that was a long time ago. That was, yeah, uh,
1: that was 50 years ago. Yeah, I yeah. I mean, it's just amazing what what a career. And same with this next lady. She's turning 77. I love her even more than I did. Many years ago, Diane Keaton Uh turning 77. I just love her.
3: What was I thinking?
1: I have never lied to you. I have always told you some version of the truth. (laughs) Truth doesn't have versions, okay? My life has just been turned upside down. Mine too. Well, then let's just each get our bearings.
3: I don't want my bearings. I've had my bearings my whole life. (laughs) <laughs> yes.
1: Jack Nicholson, I you know, it's a love-hate relationship it is. with him. Yeah, yeah. You know, but he is a good actor. Oh, absolutely. He is just amazing. Absolutely. Um, so that's that's them playing across. And I can't remember the name of the film now, but it's quite funny. Uh let's go to Bradley Cooper. He's turning forty eight years old. I, I, I like this guy too as well. I'm just asking you not to marry him.
0: Wow. <sighs> This congregation really doesn't care about how depressing your life is, John. Okay? Claire, baby, can you, you go back up in the altar so we can have a wedding? Claire, in that altar right now! Wow. Getting a nice preview of what marriage is going to be like with Ike Turner here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's the wedding crashers yeah, on yeah, that one. Yeah. Former talk show host and creepy man all around, Charlie Rose, uh-huh. been known to walk into the studio naked. Turning 81 years old today. Me Too movement got him.
3: They're in the end fighting over land that they both believe, Palestinians and the Israelis, that they have a historic right to. Um, Why do you think that they can ever, ever live side by side? Uh, The only thing that makes me think of Charlie is the alternative, because you're looking at it now.
1: Charlie Rose still having a popular podcast.
3: Yeah. You
1: know, uh, doing he's still cranking it out. And really, he is. He's good at what he does. Mm -hmm. He's kind of that low-key kind of guy that gets the interview. Mm -hmm. Kind of like a Larry King, but a little less whatever, no suspenders. Right. And and no clothes either, apparently. Wow. (laughs) But uh, anyway, guitarist Chris Stein from Blondie turning 73 73. today. Yeah. Wow. Still hitting those licks pretty good. so that's our birthdays for today we'll have one more going into the break getting back to our mind jam trivia right now today many celebrate the 12th night some say if you don't do this it's bad luck what are we talking about I will get to the answer. I have been so busy here. I haven't really tracked what the listeners are saying. My bad. It is a little bit uh, of a, uh, a challenge to do some of these things, and I and I should have given you Marco the uh, the the website so you could track that. My apologies, mm-hmm. Marco Gabra, sitting in. We've got some interesting things to talk about uh, for the next hour. Plus, with Marco, some things that uh, happened here in Lynchburg at the airport recently, as well as uh, something that uh, a story we touched on when we talked by phone yesterday that will go into a little bit more depth that, that uh, affects concealed weapons and going into a bar. In the meantime, going into the break right now at 621, it is bass player of the Newsboys, at least formerly of the Newsboys. I think he may still tour with them just a little bit. His name is Phil Joel. And he's got a long, long, beautiful blonde curly hair, still at age 51. Mm. Well, love is patient, love is kind, never jealous.
2: The Morning Jam with Janet and Mark. The Morning Jam. On the twelfth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me.
0: <laughs>
2: On the twelfth day my true love gave to me. Twelve drummers drumming like Olympus upon the surrogate. <laughs>
1: Straight No Chaser, that is going out to my sister-in-law, who is on her way back to Florida, to Donella, she's driving this morning. So, care, uh, careful travels, safe travels. My, my darling sister-in-law, her name is Karen, and yes, she breaks the mold when it comes to mm. being named Karen. She is anything but what we've come to uh, know culturally as a Karen. Right, right. She's a lovely lady, so safe tra- travels for you, sis, and of course, my wife loves that song. As well. That is straight no chasers. The 12th day of Christmas. It's our mind jam trivia today. Many celebrate the 12th night. Some say if you don't do this on the 12th night, it is bad luck. Uh, Marco, what are we talking about?
2: I never do this. It's interesting, but don't take down your Christmas decorations until the 12th night or you could have some bad luck. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. We just took ours down last night. So. Did you? Okay. Yeah, but we didn't do it before midnight. So we were on the 11th night. So, well. <laughs> do, do, do. Dun, dun, dun.
1: <laughs> da 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 da, da, right. da yeah we need to cue some music scary music <laughs> right so that is uh, that's what we're talking about it is the um, the packing up of everything that'll be this weekend i think you know with the weather depending on what yeah. Matt ferguson releases on us right um you know we could be all doing a lot of that packing yeah. if we're not going to be driving around i've got a class tomorrow so a
2: 30 person class oh really yeah okay. uh, from nine to one nine to noon so it's going to be interesting to see who shows up who can get yeah. there and i'm just telling people if you don't feel comfortable driving, don't yeah yeah uh, but i think it's going to be a good day to stay inside and get some home projects done sure
1: that's marco gabrus voice if you don't recognize it he's sitting in for janet rose uh this morning uh, colt johnson from we fix stupid computers will stop by at seven thirty and finish out the show he says he's bringing creme brulee creme, creme, creme brulee i'm a little choked up because went to the machine this morning pushed the button because i felt like i needed it to try yeah. to keep up with you and um and and it wasn't working so i tried peppermint it wasn't working yeah the little window said machine needs to be turned on just it it tells you turn the switch on right so i went to the counter and guy goes it's broke it can't can't turn uh, so i said you were kidding me in uh, my mind i didn't say that yeah because you get your taste buds ready oh, and you yeah. get everything all set and then it's yeah so i had to settle for a regular you know i took the caffeinated drink yeah i went yeah. ahead and got just regular coffee with a little bit of french vanilla so uh, colt's supposed to be bringing me a creme brulee oh, that'd be nice. i was going to turn it down but now that i didn't get mine i, I just yeah like, and if he's bringing it bring it yeah bring it brother <laughs> right <laughs> Well, let's, uh, let's talk just about a couple of the things that have uh, come across the, the transom. Uh, DOJ sues Texas over law deeming illegal immigration a crime. Mm. Okay, Marco. I mean, did you work in Florida when, I guess... Remember when all the Haitian immigrants were coming yeah, in? Yeah, the
2: Cuban refugees. Yes. Cuban, yeah.
1: That was happening in the 80s. Uh-huh. And maybe mm-hmm. middle to late 80s is my recollection, maybe. Yeah. I'm trying
2: to think of when Scarface. I'm trying to think of the beginning of Scarface okay. movie because it says that in the beginning. Okay. I, I think it was mid-80s yeah. that they came in.
1: So that was, that was an interesting time. Oh, yeah. And people were coming. I mean, literally, they would grab on to you know uh, an inner tube yeah and try to make it over those rough seas to get in so they were really risking their lives and i think they're still risking their lives because explain to our listeners and i didn't warn you about this but tell us what a coyote is when it comes to we're talking about the southern border they
2: call them coyotes so they're running people across the border and they're paid usually by the cartel to run people to the border uh, and get them across. Now, in the process, if somebody gets sick or injured, they're going to leave them there. They yeah. don't care. It's right. a coyote, yeah. Uh, and they're not really concerned about their safety. They're concerned. It's a. It's a. It's a business deal, right? And so uh, they're just pushing people across the border. Push. Push. Push.
1: Okay. Because you were in law enforcement for over twenty years, mm-hmm. do you think a coyote gives a rat's you know what? Wow. Whether it is a fifteen-year-old young male who just is seeking asylum. Or a Chinese nationalist who has evil intent in his heart—they don't care for our country.
2: All they see is that's a that's a uh, a money deal right. to get that person across the border. It's a board. transaction. I, it's like drugs. I, if I'm a drug dealer, I don't care unless I'm trying to make a reputation for myself in a certain city. I don't care if the drugs are bad or not. Right. I'm going to sell that drug and make my money. Who cares? Right. I don't care. The coyote does not care, right? What they're doing—that's a that's a business deal. I'm paid to get this person across. And I don't care what their ultimate goal is.
1: And that's who is running the border, not our government. Right.
2: Absolutely right.
1: They are controlling our southern border. buddy. And if you don't think we're going to pay in some aspect, we already are. Right. It is 635. Mark Lamb here with you, along with Marco Galbraith. I'm getting my temperatures, really. This is what happens when you have a guest like Marco in the studio. You talk up to the time you're supposed to go live (laughs) on the air. It's 22 in Lynchburg, 22 in Roanoke, 23 in Danville. Very, very cold morning. Uh, the water out front, because we have a couple little, you know, ditches right there that have just worn out pulling in and out of uh, our, our driveway here at the radio station. They were they were iced over this mm-hmm. morning. Of course, um, I avoid those because I don't want to fall in uh, right, right. <laughs> with, my, with my little vehicle. But uh, anyway, we're going to have a good time this morning. We're going to finish out uh, the week strong with a couple good guests, uh, Marco being one of them colt uh, johnson from we fix stupid computers will come in at 7 30 we'll talk to matt ferguson who you just heard from our staff meteorologist we'll have him by phone at 7 30 but just uh want to cover you know just a couple of stories one of them we're going to do more of a deep dive into because we have marco uh you know sitting here and i and i can tap in, into his uh, brain let's just go to that one right now uh, proposed bill that would ban all concealed handguns in virginia bars now we we barely touched on this when we had you by phone yesterday Mm -hmm. and and uh this is kind of a straw man situation uh i i you know (laughs) i thought of this years ago because uh, president obama was the best straw man Mm -hmm. president Mm -hmm. that i'd ever seen he would build a straw man Yeah. they had lots of hay, apparently, in the back right. of you know of the uh, White House there on uh, Pennsylvania Avenue. He would build up the boogeyman that mm-hmm. didn't exist necessarily. Right. Mm-hmm. There may be a hint of something, because right. it, it does have to have that element of being believable right. for people to be duped. Mm-hmm. So he would constantly build straw men, and I'm going... There is nobody of any significance saying what President Obama is saying, but yet he is the one that's going to save the day. That's right. Well, that's kind of what's happened here, really, yeah. isn't it?
2: Yeah, they're they're fixing a problem that does not exist. Right. And, it, you know, all these politicians, well, we want to support business. We want to support business. This is going to hurt business mm-hmm. because you'll have people, you're going to still have a lot of people that will walk right in that restaurant and carry concealed. Right. Uh, and the ruling is, the, the new law they're trying to propose is, Uh, that if let's just pick Applebee's, if you go into Applebee's and you have a group and not, nobody's even going to drink alcohol at your table, you're going to sit as far away from the bar as you can. You can't carry concealed Mm -hmm. because that establishment serves, they have an ABC license. Right. Um, that's going to hurt business because you will have people that respect the law and they're afraid of the law and they're going to follow the law and they're not going to go out to eat now at certain places because they want to carry concealed. Right. Um, I won't go out into public. You know, I feel that if somebody's going to, if a business is going to tell you, you can't carry concealed in my business. My next question is, well, then what are you going to do to protect me while I'm in your business? Right. Do you have armed security, armed police or what, you know, how are you going to protect me? If you're going to disarm me in today's world where people are violent, I think we're going to talk about that judge being attacked. Yes. But But, you know, people are just off the wall and and crazy, and and they're going to that first emotion, which is anger, and not the second emotion, which is calm and reasonable. Right. And uh, and, so this is going to hurt small It's going to hurt those establishments that serve alcohol because people aren't going to go frequent them if they can't carry concealed. Yeah and it's not the people that are carrying concealed you'll probably also see armed robberies and violent attacks go up in these places because others know well that's an easy target it's a soft target now i can go rob this place because nobody in there has a gun to stop me from doing the violence that i'm doing i'm
1: um, this is and and i know you served you know a number of years ago you began what year uh, in police a, a, work in police work. Uh, 84 84 okay yeah. So you finished around 2004, plus or minus? Started with a mullet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Thank was, you for that I vision. was cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just want to talk about, and, and just provoking, this is what I love about doing this mm-hmm. and doing it live. Mm-hmm. Tell me how much in training as an officer, especially now, and I don't want to go into the, the stupidity of the equity stuff, because that's what's gobbling up so much now but let's just talk about the psychological aspect in training that you were taught as an officer of the law and and i'm talking about like you know knowing how to keep your own emotion in check when other people's emotion are totally out of check right what what does that training look like an aspect maybe a ratio Yeah, yeah how much training you receive
2: well in the police academy back then in the late 80s it was uh you know, do as I say. It was a lot of force. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a lot of talking. It wasn't a lot of verbal judo. It wasn't a lot of de-escalation. Uh, so that was the police academy. But when I started with my first police department, I had some older guys that took me under their wing, and they really taught me. And this is where the training really comes in from the old salty guys, right, right. you know, that are on the road and that know. Forget what you learn in the academy. This is how you do it. Right. And those guys told me. People want respect. Mm -hmm. Listen to them and give them respect and you will win. They want to be not. I had some guys tell me not everybody needs a ticket. Not everybody has to go to jail. Mm -hmm. So you use discretion. You look at everybody as an individual. uh, But it but boy, times have changed times. I would not want to. I'm glad I did it from the time I did it. Yeah. uh, But I I feel sorry for those guys and girls out there now because not only do they have the bad guy working against them, they've got internal affairs working against them. They got politicians working against them. And uh, you've got stress from all different angles. Sure. I was never going to an armed robbery or a shooting. I wasn't stressed out. It, my stress came from internal stress. Mm-hmm. On what kind of ridiculous complaint is this citizen going to make up on one of my guys I supervise, you know, because they got a ticket and it's just, wow, it's now it's just too sensitive. Right. You've got to be way too sensitive.
1: I want to just address to that, you know, I don't want to ever like let someone use drugs or whatever to say well they acted out because of drugs that there is a truth element to that right but in my mind what the drugs do is that is brings out the worst of an individual it does it's like alcohol alcohol is truth
2: serum right alcohol it can completely change somebody's personality
1: yeah yeah i i so it's real we have to recognize that it will it will uh it will height heighten a level of stupidity that's right and unruliness right. that is just unimaginable right and i can't explain and and i'm sure you probably how and, and i don't want to get into the story about the judge yet other than to say if you saw the video this guy had like almost superhuman strength and we don't think he was high because he was right i think he was sort of incarcerated up to that point maybe or no he was out on bail that's right my wife said yeah i can't believe he was out on bail but you almost get when you get this stupid it's almost a demonic overtake
2: yeah of the and, person and he spoke quite a bit before that attack yes yeah, so and we're gonna
1: play some of that
2: And his he wasn't sending out any signals of being under the influence yes um speech wasn't slurred mm-hmm. he was speaking intelligently very he calmly yeah very calmly he had his thought pattern going so i looking at the video i didn't think he was under the influence of anything but yeah but boy he went from night and like day real quick flipping yeah. a switch yeah it was
1: and if you don't know what we're talking about there was a judge in nevada that we'll dive into going in uh, coming out of the next segment we've got marco until about seven thirty. if you have a question for marco you know remembering what he does for t4 tactics he he helps you understand situational awareness and when you're going into let's say an applebee's for example mm-hmm. or whatever right. um the first thing you start doing somebody at that table has to if not everyone at that table is have a plan when you go in you've told us before you will not sit in certain places. Right. You want a strategic and, and it's sad that we have to think this way. And I'll never forget what a friend of mine, Dean Pratt, told me many years ago. He he, you know, training, you know, karate or something, and he said his sensei said he would always stand in a position you wouldn't know it, right? But his position, his posture. right was a defensive posture yeah. in case somebody got stupid on them right and it's sad that we have to think that way yeah
2: yeah and it's not living in fear of paranoia a lot of people say right. well i'm not going to live like that it's not living in fear of paranoia it's a mindset it's the same reason why we have a fire extinguisher down the hall yes. or in our kitchen it's the same reason why we put on our seatbelt, right uh it, you know or turn our headlights on in the rain mm-hmm. it, it's it's uh it's a mindset and it's not i don't live in fear of paranoia but i'm I'm constantly aware of my surroundings, and I'm ready for something if it were to happen. Right. And I enjoy life. I go to to eat, go to movies, go to sporting events, concerts, enjoy life, but just have a plan and be ready.
1: Yeah, just just be smart about it. Yeah, yeah. It's 644. We're going to go into the break with uh, Nate uh bargate i think is how you pronounce his last name we're gonna play a lot of him this morning now he takes uh, some shots at his marriage <laughs> but it's quite funny and I, and I don't think these comedians because they eventually have to go home and sleep in the he, bed he's just saying what we all think <laughs> <laughs> so, oh and there's something i have to address with you because I, i've joked around about marco's biceps you know there's the size of my thighs um but uh there there is a uh, have you heard about the conservative calendar no. Uh-uh. Oh, yeah. There's a conservative calendar for men. We'll, we'll oh, in. really? We'll get you in trouble right before we okay, let good, you go around 720. Uh, we'll talk about this conservative calendar that's uh, been released. In the meantime, some funnies to take us into the break on this Friday, uh, January the 5th.
0: I travel uh, all the time. And if I, if I fly if I fly Delta, if I buy a ticket through Delta's system... My name in their system is Nathan. And on my license, my name is Nathaniel. I do not remember making this decision. It's a big deal. You can't just change it. I've tried, I've asked Delta if they could change it and they're like, we can't change it. And you're like, and I don't know. I don't know where we go from here, you know? If you can't do it, who can do it? I mean, do you call, is that why people call senators? Do they do it? Is that, you know? What you have to do, you have to mail your birth certificate in. Some moms give their children their birth certificates. I've never received mine. I thought I was the proof of my birth. I will never go through that process to get my name changed. I just deal with it. And it gets brought up. Once I was checking a bag, and the guy by the counter, he sees my ticket says Nathan, the license says Nathaniel, and he was like, this is not good. <laughs> he goes, these names don't match. And I was like, but they match, right? Like, you can see the leap that we took to get from one to the other. And he was like, but they're not the same. I was like, but they're the same. And I'm realizing he cannot find out people call me Nate at that point, because... <laughs> I mean, he can't handle that. He's going to call the police over to be like, there's a guy with three names trying to fly right here. If you guys want to just shoot him from over there or something. So I was like, what do you want me to do? And he goes, you should go home. That's all I got it. like... I was like, let me just try it. You know, shouldn't I try it? I said, look, I'll give you that those names don't match. But what I think is going to help a ton is the picture on the ID. Something that I've always loved that they did. And I think with 70% of that name matching and 100% face. It's 170%. (laughs) I think I'll get through.
1: That's good.
2: That's oh, good. Gosh. Oh,
0: gosh. So <clears throat> over the
1: years of 20 years, you had to work with somebody like that.
2: Well, I, and I see it a lot now with customer service. People can't think outside the box. Right. And now, you know what, we're going to, I think, um, Colt's coming in to talk about AI. Yeah. But we're going to see a lot about, I think we're going to see more of that now is you're not talking to somebody with a personality that right. has understanding mm-hmm. and that maybe can think outside the box. You're talking to a programmed entity right and i dealt with it over the weekend and it's just i went in circles and i and i was texting and this is this a real person or is this ai and they just kept answering not answering my question but how can we help you and i'm like i'm not even talking to a human being right yeah 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 oh i did i i I saw it a lot with police officers that couldn't think outside the box Mm -hmm. like you just sometimes you got to just not break the rules but you got to understand this is the guy that's trying to fly you know right Let's, let's get him on the plane but some people, nope, the rule says this, I can't do it. Okay. That's hilarious, though. That's good. Maybe you should just go back home.
1: <laughs> just go home. I mean, just like when he says Nathaniel and Nathan-, Nathan-, Nathan, and the guy goes, oh, man, we got a problem here. Yeah, and I can't let the guy know that my that some people call me I mean, Nate. Nate. It'll yeah, blow like his it. mind. Wow. Uh, Marco Galbraith here. Janet not feeling well. We're hoping that she recovers over the weekend. Talked to her yesterday. She may check in with the... Uh, with the five and dine here around 730 uh, or 745. Uh, good morning. You're on the morning jam. Mark, it's Todd. How are you doing, buddy? Uh, we're doing well. Happy New Year from Marco. Yep.
3: Yeah, that's great, Marco. It's nice to hear you this morning, and I heard you yesterday. How's Janet doing?
1: She's she's hanging in there. I mean, her voice sounded pretty rough yesterday when we talked around uh, 12 o'clock. And I yeah. said, look, I'm just going to Marco said he could, he could help us out today. So I'm just going to get him. We'll try to get you in for a segment or two, maybe get you to do the five and dine. So, uh, yeah. you know, she was feeling a little bit better, but sounding worse. If mm-hmm. that makes sense. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. Well, go back to the, um, common sense, which is what we're really speaking of. When you were talking about the AI stuff, I've, I've always said, I've been in a retail business most of my life. I said, most people need to work in the retail business for a little while mm-hmm. just to have to be around people. Right.
2: Yeah. Yep. To,
3: to meet people. You know, and I think that's part of the problem in America. You know, too many people don't have social skills. Yeah. So when like the like the comedy guy, you know, that's the problem. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't we always see black and white sometimes when there is gray area and everything. Mm-hmm. Sure. And, uh, and I think what we're I seeing
2: mean, what we're seeing a lot of times now is a lot of employees are just there to clock in at eight o'clock and to get off at five, they they don't. It's not about the work. It's about when is my ending time. They a lot of uh, when I'm seeing customer services, people don't care. They could care less if they take care of your problem or not.
3: Well, when I interview someone for a job at my store, I usually tell them up front. So look, we're gonna we got a thirty day window here that you know we're gonna see if you like me and I like you. Mm-hmm. Good, good. If it if it doesn't work out no hard feelings yeah we're going to move on that's right if it works out great you know you'll be with me for you know i've got some people been with me since i started Mm -hmm. 30 years
2: nice and i've got
3: some people don't make it 30 days i mean right because in the retail business we have to respect the customer but also protect our business Mm -hmm. yes there's two things that go on there yeah right and uh you know and Margaret, i was going to tell you a friend of mine you did a thing for their business and uh she was. She's totally impressed with what you did at their business.
2: Oh, and, cool! Uh, Excellent, thank you.
3: yep yeah, just want to give you that as a heads up. I won't mention the company, but uh they are very impressed, and they were, I think it followed through with some of the things you gave them. So.
2: Excellent. All right, I appreciate y'all, that.
3: Y'all have a great day, and don't tell everybody to get the bread and milk. You know, hey, yeah. the weather tomorrow, Evanale Market. We got a truck this morning, so okay, we're ready for them. All, All right, right, man. Roger Excellent. that. Yep.
1: Roger that. Hey, I concluded right. yesterday, uh you know, Todd that. With with milk, eggs, and uh, and bread, basically everybody's eating French toast. Am I right on that? <laughs> exactly,
3: exactly. A little syrup,
1: maybe some yeah, jelly. You yeah, know? that's yeah. right. It goes either way. Hey, brother, thank you. Be safe out there. Thanks for calling All in. All right, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Todd from FNL Market, our sponsor for Janet's Five and Dine. Uh, I love that place. Yeah, it, it's definitely a, a hometown oh, feeling, absolutely. And,
2: and it's not you know, it's not your chain grocery store, mm-hmm. and you get that that uh, you get that. I can tell he's got people working there for a long time for him because you get that that feeling that they care about you, yeah. and it's just a different place. Yeah, you it's just, a different vibe. Feels like it's fresh and yeah, yeah. It's not which it's not the normal.
1: Yeah, for brand. sure marco galbraith in the studio with me for uh, about another half hour or so if you have a question for marco you know this is your chance to uh, get some free advice from him if you have a business or or maybe you're working somewhere or you attend a church or whatever and you'd like uh, some answers on some things feel free to call us 866-916-3776 whether it's a you know situational awareness Kind of question or whatever uh, we are heading into uh, marco uh, i believe of one of the most politically charged tumultuous years that we've ever seen because there's mm-hmm. so many so many things that are spinning mm-hmm. that could go off access quickly and yep. break and and cause you know and i i gotta be careful how i say this but I'll just put it to you this way. And you, you still have friends that are in intelligence, whether yeah. it's local or federal or state. But when the last election happened, mm-hmm. there were people preparing for anarchy. Yeah. yeah. And, it, and, 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 th- and some of that information has been released. So I feel like I can say yeah. some things. But I was told by someone who knows someone, and this was reliable, that, that if Trump would have won that there were things in place already mm-hmm. for total anarchy.
2: Yeah. I'm wondering how long they're going to let him let Trump go if he's the if he's the nominee. Mm-hmm. I wonder how long he will be uh and you can read into what I'm saying, but I wonder how long they're going to let him continue because they were not going to let him be president. I don't think it, whether it's Trump or not, they're not right. going to let the Republicans take over the White right. House. It's I not going to happen.
1: <clears throat> let's just say Trump wasn't in the picture. Right. If it doesn't matter who the Republican right. nominee is. It's not going to happen. You can place them in there unless it. And I hate to say this, but if it's a let's use John McCain type Republican, mm-hmm. where they loved him until he became the nominee, right. and then they hated him. Yeah. Just go back to Atlantic Magazine when when McCain ran. They put a picture of him in black and white with fangs and blood dripping. Yeah. That's what they turned John McCain into when he became the nominee. Right. And they will do that to every Republican from here on out. Mm-hmm whether whether they're uh, a centrist middle of the road and i think that's what mccain was i would even say he even tilted left a little yeah. bit on some of this stuff but and, and a great war hero i never want to downplay right, right. what he did right and he had the chance to leave the hanoi hotels what they called it mm-hmm. as a pow and he chose to stay mm-hmm. you know so so he he's an honorable uh, american hero yes. in my in my mind. Um, but whoever that Republican is, you can just pick him up, set him down into that template. If it was Ron DeSantis, he would be the devil right now. Oh, yeah. And he is like just little devil because, right. you know, he, he maybe could somehow get in there. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And it's yeah, just
2: sad. They're going to go on the full attack. And, and you know, the GOP sits back in uh, in just... The, they might they might have a committee or a hearing right. where the GOP might might put out a tweet right. or a talk or a podcast. That's really all the GOP does. Right? There's no action. The, the I always say the Democrats are playing tackle football and we're playing elementary flag or touch football. Yeah, yeah. We're just not serious about it. Absolutely. And that's why we're losing.
1: If the country is really in peril, and I believe it is in peril. It is. We better damn well act like it's a terror. That's right. Okay, you want to call me a foaming at the mouth, wacko, then I don't really care because you're going to call me that anyways because I won't align myself with your leftist agenda that has taken this country down the toilet. Yep. So well, just stand
2: up. They're aggressive and we're not. Right. And and look who's winning. They're, oh, they're winning. winning. They're completely destroying the country and they're they're beating
1: us yeah. because we sit back and we're too passive and submissive. And we all we all watch as they sing from the same hymn book even though they may hate right. each other in the Democratic Party. They they sing from the same hymn book. They the are e- united. The eagle has two wings and it's connected to the same body. Yeah, absolutely. Marco Gabrath with us. He'll stay with us uh, through the next half hour. If If, you have a question for Marco, please call us. If the FCC lets us come back on. (laughs) (laughs) It's 7 o'clock. Scrambling. On Friday. Well, more Friday funnies. We'll balance it. You're listening
2: to the Virginia Talk Radio.